Okay, this is OG Bernie. This is the Let Burn Rant Podcast, sponsored by Anchor. You can find the Let Burn Rant Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a couple more other podcasts that I forgot about, but those are the two main ones. Um, This is going to be my extended rant, and you know... Normally in my extended rant, you know, there's normally like a half, almost a half an hour. I like to get into one topic. So the topic I'm going to talk about today is the whole NBA right now. It's none, it's none off the wall crazy. It's just because um, I just want to speak my mind on something. <sighs> Excuse me. Anyway, I wanted to touch up on a few things with the NBA that had me thinking about it. One, why the fuck on a war show is weeks after the season is over, let alone the regular season? If we're calling this, you know, regular season awards, you know, it should be maybe held at the end of the regular season. Maybe it's better off doing it that way or doing a little press conference they did, you know, for the for the war show like they did, you know, every other fucking year. I don't really see the importance of doing this, but is 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 whatever. To me, it sounds stupid, and is is like it's whatever. Can't 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 really go against the system on that. So, as far as the winners, now for most improved player, um, listen, um, fucking. They had it right. They had it. They had it right. I think that's maybe one of the only ones I can. I believe they had right. They had it right with um, Aloban Depot, most improved player. I think he's rightfully deserved that. Compared to what he had last year when he was in OKC, he struggled. He was he was he was out of shape. He couldn't he didn't he couldn't play any worse than he could have to help them get anywhere. To now, he's he, he's maybe viewed as maybe the face of the franchise in the Pacers right now. Even getting them where it was at, and almost just a you know a game seven away of being the Cavaliers. They played well. He's bigger part why the Pacers had a good year, and it's just only going to continue. I think he's going. He's a superstar in the making now. Rightfully so. Now he is a superstar in the making. Um, as long as you put as long as you put some better pieces around him, I think he can only get better, and hopefully he continues to get better. Um. Yeah, second place was I think Dewido from the Nets. I don't see how he even falls into it. He's a he's an okay player, but you know, um, as far as just you mean just him being like a a franchise point guard, no, I don't think so. I think if anything, Clint Capella should have been number two. And you know, maybe maybe it was a bigger argument. Maybe he should have been the most improved player. Since the Rockets had a great year, but you know, I'm not, I can't go wrong with that. Excuse me. Um, but um, yeah, I he'll he'll get it. He gets it. I won't even debate that. So we go through most improved player, and now we talk about um, what is it right now? What is it? 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 Six man play. Yeah, six man player of the year. Egg. Um, the first of all, Van Fleet of the Raptors. No, I don't think so. Especially when it came to playoff time, he was a no-show. I'm sorry, he didn't do anything to help them in the playoffs. 
despite him being a what he's a rookie or his second year, whatever like that. No, I'm good. I don't think he should have been in this conversation, but I understand Raptors went to playoffs, play a record. He was one of the biggest reasons. They had a stellar bench. Regular season, I mean. I don't go fuck about the players because they, they played horrible. Um, so I don't know. He should not have been on that top three conversation, but it, it's whatever. Then you add on, you, you add on pretty much two players. Last year, last year they both were on the same team before the whole trade with Chris Paul and everything sent Lou Williams to the Clippers. Lou Williams, other than being an All Star, should have been well. Well, actually, he should have been an All Star last year. He definitely he played one hell. He had one hell of a season. Despite being a six man, you know, he was lights out off the bench over like 22 points a game. He was, that was correct. He played career numbers right now. He gave the Clippers, um, he gave them a spark of hope for that franchise. After they got rid of, they gutted that whole franchise apart with losing Chris Paul. Then they traded Blake Griffin. He was pretty much the only main attraction left. And, you know, he, he held it down for that Clippers team. And they still was like about, what, two, three games off the playoff. So, I give him props. He definitely was able to hold his own. And I think rightfully so. I think he most, I think he deserved it also. It's a, it's a toss-up. I wouldn't, I, listen, I wouldn't have been upset if it was Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon had, like I said, just like he had last year, another great year off the bench for that Rockets team. And he was shooting his. He was shooting. He was shooting his ass off on the three, and that's where the Rockets really. That's what that was their strength all year. That this three pointer, and Eric Gordon was just so phenomenal. He was able to get them going, and it worked. And you know, it continued on the players. Also, he did. He did well. You know, he had his moments, but he did well overall. So, most improved player, Ola Madipo. Like I, I'm not gonna debate that. He deserved it. Six man, you can go either way between Gordon or Lou Williams. Even though Lou Williams won, but like I said, it's a toss up at this point. They both, both phenomenal players off the bench. They're both going to be phenomenal players off the bench for years to come, as long as they stay healthy and their teams don't try to, you know, throw them under the bus. Now we get to defensive player of the year. This was a toss up because I didn't. Not even a toss up. I didn't, I didn't like it. Rudy Gobert. No, I don't think he deserved to be defensive player of the year. I don't even think he was even healthy for most of the year. So, no. I think he only played, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, what, 60 games? Maybe, give or take, maybe more or less. I don't know. But, no. Anthony Davis rightfully should have deserved that. I would give it to Clint Capella. Um, one of those two. I would give it to them. Well, I know. Well, Debella was not even. Capel was not even in the top three conversation. So, I don't even know the third person. I'm sorry. I don't even care. <clears throat> Anthony Davis rightfully should have been defensive player of the year. Especially, he put this team on his back after DeMarcus Cousins went out. You know, everybody was still wondering can Rondo return back to Celtics form? You know, Drew Holiday, nobody knew that he'll be a continent, you know, a player that can play the backup role and still score well. Or um, the other guy, the guy from the Bulls, I forgot his name. He's from Europe, whatever. But Anthony Davis, he he pretty much told the team that I was going to, you know, play my ass off. And he played his ass off. And they got to they got to the second round. And, they, he you know, he, he was the reason why. So, 
motherfucker should be defensive player of the year. He played one hell. He had a hell of defensive year to begin with, and he was consistent. I don't think he missed the game at all. And if he did, he ain't missed that much. Not more than Rudy Gobert. Um, so that's why I disagree. It. Anthony Davis should have had that award over Gobert. I don't think Gobert played enough game. Played enough games to even qualify for the shit. But who knows? Um, fucking as a defensive player of the year. Rookie of the year. I actually, honestly, as the season wore on, I had Donovan Mitchell. I had Mitchell becoming rookie of the year. I felt like he had a great season from a team that had pretty much they traded all, they traded all their starters are pretty much. And Mitchell's a rookie, you know, 20, he averaged, he averaged 20 points a game. He went from just a bench player to the main guy. He was the main guy for that team. He he took him on their back, and I think they got to it. They got about, they got to the first, they got to the second round, yes. They got to the second round, even though they got spanked by the Rockets. They, they had a great series against the Thunder. And, um... He, he did his young man did his thing. He, what can he do for an uncle? I don't know, but he did his thing. Now everybody's looking at Ben Simmons as rookie of the year because you know he they looking at him as the next LeBron or a prototype. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't. I'm not too big on Ben Simmons right now. He still can't shoot the three. His jump, his free throws are horrendous. He can't make a. He can't jump. He can't shoot. That's it. He can't shoot for shit. And that's the thing in Philadelphia. None of these niggas can shoot. Mark Schofield couldn't shoot. Ben Simmons can't shoot. So you got, you know, you got, you got, you got people who can hit for threes, but some hit a two pointer. It's like, a, it's like, it's like a struggle for these motherfuckers. Ben Simmons is like the captain of the struggles. Um, I think he's got a long way to go. I don't think he deserved it though. No, I think they just gave it off the hype and shit because it, you know you had the rebounds and assists to it. It looks all you know, you know, glossy and shit. But I don't nah. Because if you're gonna add those type of numbers, then Westbrook should have been in the top three for the finals conversation again, and he wasn't even in the conversation. So I don't even believe that's even that's even we should even put that out there. But you know. I don't know how they, I don't know how they put the fucking symmetrics on the NFL on the NBA. My bad on the NBA, but yeah, I don't think he deserved the win. Tatum should never have been number two. Donovan Mitchell should have bumped both of them. He had a better year than both of them in a regular season, so that's my, that's my pick. Coach of the year, um, Dwayne Casey won that. He's from the he's. Well, now he's the coach of the Pistons. He won it as a coach of the Raptors. He didn't deserve to win it, too. I'm sorry. They had a franchise record. Blase, blase, congratulations. You still couldn't beat LeBron. I don't care. Um, Quinn Snyder, he had a... He, listen, Jazz should, never, Jazz should never even been in the playoffs after just trading everybody. But they were able to, and sky's the limit. I think Brad Stevens deserved to be coach of the year. I think he's the best coach right now in basketball. Has no knock on Craig Popovich. He's maybe the greatest coach ever. There's no knock on him. 
Um, I don't, as no knock on Tyrone Lou also, who also been to the NBA Finals for four straight years. Well, four here. Four, he's been in the NBA Finals for four straight years as a coach, assistant, whatever. But I feel like that's going to end once LeBron leaves. So we will only know where and how Tyrone Lou's, Tyrone Lou operates. But nah, I don't think so. Um, Brad Stevens, he took a team without Hayward. What it, this team really had no other star after Kyrie. You know, you had a you had a young Galen Brown, who who, who definitely got better. Marcus Smart got better. Um, Rodier got better. <laughs> Jason Tatum became a star right out the gates after Kyrie got hurt. The rookie really led them in the playoffs all all the way up to Game Seven against the Cavaliers. And um, this is a special young group and it'll be a shame if they break apart but nonetheless Brad Stevens for the last two years has been able to you know build a good solid team and as long as you can still have Danny H still running the operations and now you got the picks also Boston's Boston knows what they're doing right now they um they, they, and they still got a couple more picks for the next couple years. <laughs> they just, when you talk about trust the process, that team trust the pro, that team trust the process more than Philly did, and it's working out for them right now. I expect them to be in the NBA Finals next year. So, I think Brad Stevens rightfully should be coach of the year. He should have been coach of the year last year, but it's whatever. I keep my opinions to myself, and. I said no knock on Drain KC, but I, you know, we've seen the same show with the Raptors. They get good in the playoffs. I mean, we're regular season, and then go to the playoffs, they suck. Fuck them. Who cares? Next, I got. Whew, not purpose so much. Anyway, who else I got? Who else I got? On the. Is it kind of say the MVP yet? I'm thinking. Ugh. Well, 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 I already did most improved. I did six man that coach already. I already did defensive player. Well, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Rookie of the year. I did that already. Defensive player of the year. Six man. Okay, I guess we could get to the MVP. I think I, think I already covered the basics. <sighs> yeah, most improved. Six man. Defensive. Yeah. Did I get to, yeah, I got it. What the fuck I'm talking about? Listen, anyway, let's get to MVP. And MVP is James Harden. Um, now, I don't want to say James Harden didn't deserve it because he's been, he's been, and listen, he's been trying to get a fucking, fucking, fucking MVP trophy the last three or four times right now. It's like, shit, what can't James Harden do? He's a man. He's a, he's a phenomenal player. And, you know, he's definitely taking his his skills to a whole new level right now. The likes we may never, ever see again right now. He's, you know, the whole Euro step in the way he just penetrates against the hoop and forces the foul against players and just break people's ankles is... He's not even fast. He's not. Even, he don't even look. He's not even fast, but he's just his agility. His just you know, 
his will to keep fighting right now is just, you know, you have to clap your hands for that shit. Real shit, but, um, yeah, um, I don't, I don't think he deserved it. Um, I, you know, I think it's because I'm not biased. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I don't, I'm not saying I hate the guy. I think he's a, he's a, he's, he's definitely, he's definitely rightfully deserved to win something, but I don't know that was the one. I don't think he should have won it. But maybe that's just my pain because I'm probably probably I'm biased. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not against James Harden. You know, if you're looking at if you're looking at overall, and I guess I would have to say Anthony Davis. I think he was he was he was constantly. You know, I think he's he was constantly the best defensive player in the NBA. And I think that's just overshadowed because it's just it's just it's just how it is as NBA. We don't focus on the stats. Like we should, we just focus on the storyline. We focus on the momentum, and and the momentum was strictly was basically James Harden, and then you got the push by LeBron James, you know, and we could easily we could just say LeBron James could easily could have been MVP, especially with the numbers he was putting up this year. He had pretty much career highs across the board, almost everything, but um, defensively, it's just his worst year, so. We can't just add him as MVP, especially with him being one of the worst, you know, efficiency players on defense in NBA history. And that didn't work out. Surprise, he even got to number two because I think Anthony Davis should have been one or two on our, on our MVP list. But you know, who cares? I think Anthony Davis. He, I think he, I think his, I think people should people overlooked him. I think he should def- I think he definitely should have gotten at least a crack or oh, a couple of votes for MVP. I think he had he had an MVP caliber. He had an MVP worth season. Took a team that should have never been in the playoffs to the second round. You know, he made you know unnamed players play better. Rondo looked like Celtics Rondo. I think you know. I think everybody is not everybody's looking over. Anthony Davis. You know, they're, they're more intrigued with the Rockets getting number one seed. What's going to happen if they beat the Warriors? You know, what happens once they get the finals? And then with the Cavaliers, it was a circus. Everybody's wondering what's LeBron going to do this year. Oh, no, they can't beat the Warriors. They got swept. They got beat down. LeBron's going to definitely leave. Storylines. Storylines is what people, you know, to get stuck to, and this is one of it. And um, no, when I said not taking anything away from you know Harden or LeBron James, but you know Anthony Davis, I felt like he had a better overall season, offensively and defensively. So that's where I go with it. But um, I could be wrong. I I haven't been right yet, and I haven't been wrong yet like that. But you no, know, shit, you know, shit like that just makes you think. But um. I guess to round it up, if LeBron do stay with the Cavaliers, that's out of loyalty and out of family. Sorry, that would be the only reason why LeBron stays. If he don't stay, it's because like everybody else figured out, even if you go back to the NBA Finals, you're still going to have to face the Warriors with the chances that Warriors going to still spank you. No. If you're playing, if you're trying to play the whole legacy role, 
then you gotta you have to at least leave to go to another team. But yet you don't want to go for the whole rebuilding process or get the free agents here just to make it work and the chemistry's off. I you know I don't know, LeBron. I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how you feel in that role. Hopefully, you know. Because July first will be where they get the official answer who's a free agent, who's not free agent. LeBron's gonna definitely opt out. He is not in his best interest. He's definitely getting the fuck out of there. And um, we'll see what we'll see where it goes right now. Um, even Kevin Durant could even leave if he wanted to, but Kevin Durant he made he made it known he wants to win more championships. Where do you go to win more championships? Golden State, Oakland, San Francisco. The Warriors are not in discussion of breaking up a franchise that just won the last two NBA Finals and three out of the last four, and been in four straight NBA Finals. So. They're not breaking this up right now. They'll keep the core for it and they'll work around who they can get rid of and who could they bring back and, you know, new additions. They're not in no fucking way breaking the team apart. They'll get KD back because KD loves staying there. He's already got, he's already, he's already the best player in the team if you think about it. Why leave? Um, what am I going to say to wrap this up? Just to keep it on the sports level or NBA level. I don't know where the Knicks are going. Sometimes I'll be wondering, you know, if the Knicks are doing all these draft moves on purpose because they're trying to just tank the season. You know, anti-process, whatever like that. Because every time the Knicks do little, they, you know, break free and try to go down in the cellar. They always they win late. So I don't know. The Knicks got a lot of explaining to do, and they got a lot of things they need to patch up within the organization, the community, management. That's pretty much that's pretty much what I'm talking about. But um, you can follow me, OG Bernie, O G B U R N I E. This is the Lamp Air Podcast, and that's about it. That's all I want to do with this, you know. Talk about this whole NBA, you know, award bullshit that don't make no sense during the playoffs or after or after everything is over with. He's better off, you know, not even doing it. Think like I do it back like I did in the regular days. You know, just get somebody in the podium, announce them as finals MVP or blah blah blah, and we can move on from there. You know? but it's whatever. I'm gonna get ready to go. I said enough. I'm uh, what I'm looking for. No, I'm looking for a piece of my life. Let me get the hell out of here. Larry Burnham Podcast is available on iTunes Podcast or Google Podcast or um, <laughs> Castbox or Breaker or. Radio Public, if I believe I'm right, Radio Public. Um, what I was gonna say, I Live for the Rush is a single off my album coming soon. Go check it out. If not, oh well. Anyway, I'm gonna leave here and uh, see you at the next episode.
Peace, love, and hand grease. Burn.